Thanks for waking up with WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. In the studio with us now, movie Mike McGranahan is here, professional movie critic. His website, ILC.com, and he brings us a review each week. Today it is Spider Man Across the Multiverse. Welcome aboard, sir. Good morning. Thanks for coming in, Spider Man. For my money, 2018 Spider Man Into the Spider Verse is the best superhero movie ever made. For that reason, the sequel, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, had big shoes to fill. Amazingly, this animated adventure is even more ambitious and eye-popping than its predecessor. The plot finds hero Miles Morales trying to hide his status as the famed web-slinger from his parents. His old friend Spider-Gwen shows up and enlists him to join a team of Spider-Mans from various dimensions in fighting a villain called The Hole, who is threatening the entire existence of the Spider-Verse. Along the way, he meets literally dozens, if not hundreds, of alternate versions of Spider-Man. The way the movie portrays an entire multiverse of Spideys is tremendous fun, but the story has heart and soul, too. It deals with complex issues, like what would happen if you messed with the natural order of the world, and the importance of not letting other people dictate your life story. Visually, Across the Spider-Verse is the most sophisticated animated movie I've ever seen. There isn't a single shot that doesn't dazzle your eyeballs. With exciting action and great humor, this is a rare sequel that lives up to the original. On a scale of one to four, I give it four Peter Parkers. Four? Yeah, this is a really, really <laughs> great movie. And, you know, the the MCU movies have, of course, been extremely popular, but I think that people haven't necessarily taken them seriously as films. You know, they're, they're great entertainment. They're not what you would call great films. These two Spider-Verse movies are great animated films, and the first one won the Oscar for Best Animated Film at the 2019 Oscars. So, I mean, these are really a cut above even what Marvel has done with the MCU. And what's the secret to this? Maybe that Spider's not like even, he's the main character, but he's not the whole film? Yeah, there's just a lot going on, and and these movies, they're animated, but they take the time to go in-depth into the story of this character and how this being part of the Spider-Verse impacts his personal life and how he struggles to maintain his heroism while also keeping it secret from his parents and the pressure of having to deal with so many important things at such a young age. So there's a lot of depth to it in addition to the amazing visual style of it. Talk about suspension of disbelief. You use the word Spider-Verse like, like it's real. <laughs> what You know, in this movie, that's what's so much fun about this movie is that it makes that concept real. And all of the different versions of Spider-Man that we see are in a different style. So part of the fun of the movie is seeing these conflicting visual styles interacting with each other. And that's just part of the way that this movie is so inventive in terms of its animation. And a message you'll carry away. You'll have something to talk about afterwards, some food for thought. Yeah, definitely. This is not an empty-headed superhero movie. This is a superhero movie that really takes the idea of being a superhero seriously. It has a lot of fun with the concept, but it's got some meat on it as well, which I really appreciate. All right, so we're going to enjoy uh, this is just in theaters? Just in theaters, yes. 3D by chance? You know, that is my only disappointment. The the first one, Into the Spider-Verse, is one of the best looking 3D movies I've ever seen. It was incredible, and for the sequel, they opted not to release a 3D version. I'm not sure why, 
Uh, to me, that would have seemed like a no-brainer, but uh, mm-hmm. 2D only. But still, see it in the biggest theater that you can on the biggest screen because there is so much detail in every shot. And when you see all these different versions of Spider-Man interacting with each other on the big screen, it's really, really fun. And do you know which actually movie room it's in at the AMC locally? Uh, it depends on the showtime, but you can go to websites like Fandango or AMC's own website and find that out. Which theater number do you want in Sealance Grove? Number one or number three for this one. Wonderful. Those are the two biggest auditoriums. They're equal size. All right, fantastic. See, this is inside information. <laughs> <laughs> it takes you years to memorize all these uh, details, but you have it all. So, all right. So, we got uh, four... Peter Parkers. Okay, back to the original uh, Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse in theaters. All right, you also had a mini-review about Flamin' Hot. Your thoughts on that? This is a movie that debuts on Hulu today. It was directed by Ava Longoria, the actress best known for Desperate Housewives. And it tells the true story of a man named Richard Montanez, who was a janitor at a Frito-Lay plant and claims to have come up with the idea for the company to smother its products, like Cheetos and other things, with hot peppers, uh, thereby creating the Flamin' Hot Cheeto and other things. Uh, There's a couple problems with this movie. First and foremost... Richard Montagna's story is a lie. Even Frito-Lay admits that he's not the one that came up with the idea. So this movie is peddling a completely false narrative. But even within that, the way it tells this rags-to-riches story is just done in such an old-fashioned, formulaic style that it just doesn't work. Everything that happens is so convenient. This guy picks up the phone and calls the CEO of Frito-Lay and says, hey, I have this idea. And the CEO says, wow, that's a great idea. Let's do it. I doubt it really happens like that in real life. And of course, it didn't happen like that in real life. So uh, this movie's kind of a load of bunk. It's It's got some okay moments, but I can't recommend it. So two stars for Flamin' Hot, debuting today on Hulu. On Hulu. Okay, so we'll keep an eye out for that. Okay, so entertainment news. Uh, Cuba, Goodling, Jr.'s mm-hmm. rape lawsuit settlement. That big, big news this week. Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. was looking at some big-time trouble. He was being sued for $6 million in damages for allegedly raping a woman at a New York City hotel decade ago, and just as the jury was settling in to be selected, the case was settled. Cuba Gooding Jr. decided to pay the woman and have the suit go away. Uh, He was previously, he pleaded guilty in April 2022 for forcibly kissing a woman at a New York nightclub. So he has this history of bad behavior and inappropriate treatment of women, and uh, this time I guess he decided to pay up and, and, you know kind of risk any further damage to his reputation. And this will stick or hurt him, these kinds of allegations. Mm -hmm. These people drop out of sight for a long time. Yeah, I mean, what was the last Cuba Gooding Jr. movie you can remember seeing? You know, it's, it's been a long time. His career has been damaged by his behavior and these allegations, for sure. Back in the past, what's his best film? Well, he won the Oscar for Jerry Maguire, and I think that's really... After that, he kind of stumbled. He was one of those people who won the Best Supporting Oscar and then thought, oh, this makes me a leading actor and tried to take the starring role in a lot of movies and just... You know, they bombed because they weren't that great. So he, he's had kind of an up-and-down career, and I think his career at this point is probably 
you know, pretty irreparably damaged, except for maybe some low-budget movies or some cheapo action movies like Mel Gibson makes these days. And in given the right material and the right direction and his right mindset, he can act, right? Yeah, he is a talented guy, okay. for sure. Okay. All right, so maybe we'll see him again, perhaps after some uh, respite time. Captain America, there is a new movie being made, so what mm-hmm. do you know about that? Yes, speaking of Marvel, they have another Captain America movie that's in production right now, and this week they announced a name change. It was going to be called Captain America New World Order. I guess maybe that <laughs> sounded a little negative, so the new title is Captain America Brave New World. So that sounds a little bit more optimistic. Of course, at this point, Anthony Mackie's character, the Falcon, is kind of the new Captain America, because if you saw Avengers Endgame, you know the the other Captain America is no longer with us, so. Okay. <laughs> I think you spoiled something there. Okay, so new, well, New World Order is also that, what, conspiracy or right. the, the future, according to some folks, so maybe that's that was have something to do with it as well. Okay, so uh, new films out. We are well into the summer season. Spidey is out. Mm-hmm. Transformers today. Transformers Rise of the Beast opens today. That's the only nationwide opener this week, but next week we've got the Flash and Elemental, the new one from Pixar, opening nationwide. So those are going to be big. And then I think it's the weekend after that, we've got Barbie and Oppenheimer, <laughs> which are both going to potentially be very big films. So we're kind of in the at the start here of a red-hot summer, or at least what looks to be one. It's been a while since I can't wait till a movie comes to the theater, <laughs> but Barbie's doing this to me. So, all right. I get you. And uh, let's see, box office is so far so good at the box office for summer? Yeah, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse opened to three times times what the original made. It had a $120 million opening weekend. That's huge. That's the third highest grossing opening weekend for an animated movie or some record like that. Uh, So it's doing very well. Uh, Transformers will probably do well. I don't think it's going to be a super blockbuster, but, uh, you know, we certainly have a lot of titles coming up that are going to be very good for the nation's theaters. What's the buzz on Transformers? Those movies tend to draw a pretty big audience. They do. There's been so many of them. I think the interest (laughs) is a little bit watered down, but the buzz I've heard, I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm seeing it today. The buzz I've heard is that it's surprisingly fun. So So if you haven't seen a a good Transformers movie in a while, this might be the one. This might be it. And then they can stop making them. (laughs) Right. There's been a lot of them. You have my permission, but that's that. Okay. Movie Mike McGranahan, thank you so much, sir. Thanks for having me. Movie Mike McGranahan, professional movie critic. His website, ILSEAT.com. At ILSEAT is his uh, Twitter handle. His appearance is always sponsored by Campus Theater Lewisburg, campustheater.org.